Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, only you can steal. My soul Fest once again, Jesus. Lord, we are glad to come into your presence once more. Again, we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Father, thank you for bringing us again into your presence. We are glad that we are able to worship the one who is Alpha and Omega. We declare this morning that you are the Ancient of Days. You are the Man of War. You are Jehovah, the Lord of Hosts. We declare this morning that you are I am. You are beyond description. You are too marvelous for words. You are wonderful, wonderful beyond comprehension. Receive our praises this morning. Receive our praises this morning. We join the hosts of the heavens and cry out, Holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Receive all the praise in the name of Jesus. Lord, we have come to fellowship. We have come to read our Bibles once again. We ask, Lord, speak to us. Help us to learn in your presence. Let our lives be blessed once more. Let your name be glorified. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right. Let me say a big welcome. A big welcome to everyone joining in to devotion this morning. I am Murphy Ayenike. We continue our harmonized study of the Gospels. A big thank you to everyone joining me again this morning. Thank you for the few questions I received yesterday. Yes, good that someone said she never noted that it was actually the book of John that mentioned that Mary Magdalene was the one that anointed Jesus' body. Okay? So, um, we start, we continue that study from where we stopped yesterday. We had read the anointing of Jesus' um, Jesus's body. We had read the account of Matthew and Mark. Now, we will read John's account. And here, you will see, remember I mentioned what you call variation. Yes, both accounts... Okay, you have Matthew's account. Matthew talked about the event where Jesus was anointed. It was two days, two days. Okay, um, Jesus said it will be two days time before the Passover. And then we read Mark's account. Mark told us same thing. It was two days before the Passover. But now let's go to, let's read this account in John. John chapter 12. So we'll read, we'll continue the same thing, and then we'll read about Judas.
contracting with the Pharisees or agreeing with them on how he will betray Jesus. Okay, we will also read about the preparation for the Passover. Remember, it is in two days' time. But when you read John chapter 12, okay, from verse 1, let's start reading from verse 1. We'll read from verse 1 to verse 8. You will see that John says that it is six days. Okay, so what's the error here? What is the what is the error here? Also remember that when we when we read Matthew and Mark and they talked about the anointing of Jesus by this person, they said that the Jesus was reclining, sitting at the table in the house of Simon the leper. So let's read this morning and then you will all learn something. John chapter 12, Jesus anointed at Bethany. The, yes, the location is the same in all on in all the gospels. Six days. But it says John's begins six days before the Passover. Jesus came to Bethany, where Lazarus lived, whom Jesus had raised from the dead. Here a dinner was given in Jesus' honor. Martha served while Lazarus was among those reclining at the table with him. It says, Then Mary took about a pint of pure nard, an expensive perfume. She poured it on Jesus' feet and wiped and wiped his feet with her hair. And the house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume. So what is going on? I thought Matthew and Mark just told us that it was. In fact, let's let's go back. Yes, let's go back and read. They just told us that it was two days. Okay, so let's just confirm the account. Be sure that we read it. We read it correctly, right? Yes, okay, so just quickly feel back to Matthew chapter 26. Go back to Matthew chapter 26 and we'll read the event of this anointing of Jesus' body. Matthew chapter 26, okay, uh, yes, um, we'll read that in verse, yes, verse from verse 6, why Jesus. Matthew 26 from verse 6, where Jesus was in Bethany in the home of Simon the leper, a woman came with an alabaster jar of very expensive perfume, which she poured on his head as he was reclining at the table. So to be fair, Matthew does not tell us that the, the number of days before. Actually, um, where Jesus mentioned earlier, was when we read Matthew chapter 26 from verse 1, where Jesus had finished saying all these things. He said to his disciples, as you know, the Passover is in two days, and the Son of Man will be handed over to be crucified. Okay? So, after that event, we then read why Jesus was in Bethany. He does not tell us whether it is six days before or two days before but what we clarify now is that this event when Jesus... So it means that most likely, and, and I want to be careful here, he says that um, it means that the event of Matthew 
chapter 26 verse 1 takes place after Matthew chapter 6 verse Matthew chapter sorry Matthew chapter 26 from verse 6 to verse 13 that is what it means Matthew chapter 26 from verse 1 Jesus specifically tells them as you know the, the as you know the Passover is in two days eh? Aha. and then the son of man will be handed over to to be crucified that the chief priests and the elders blah 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 now in verse 6 he does not tell us specifically he just says while Jesus was in Bethany in the home of Simon the leper a woman came with an alabaster jar of very expensive perfume which she poured on the head of Jesus okay so what I am gleaning here is that verse 6 takes place before verse before verse verse 1 okay now let's let's look at mark let's look at mark that's the first way you can look at it that's the first way you can look at it but not the only way i'll tell you the other way you can look at you can look at it the other way you can look at it is that jesus visits the house of while he was in bethany he visited both the house of lazarus and the house of of um the house of simon the leper okay and it is at the house of simon the leper that jesus is anointed it is not at the house of simon the leper that matter is serving do you see how it is possible to it means that john chapter 12 is talking about two events even though it looks as if it's talking about one event now let's look at how luke puts its own luke chapter 14 it says now the passover and the festival of unleavened bread was were only two days away and the chief priests and the teachers were scheming to arrest jesus secretly and kill him but not during the festival they said or the people may riot we know that we the way matthew puts it jesus spoke to them right Aha, that it's going to be in two days that he was going to be arrested in verse 3 he said while he was in bethany reclining at the table in the home of simon the leper a woman came with an alabaster jar of very expensive perfume so let's now go to john okay so you see how you see how the ammonite study works now it helps you to be able to clarify so we get back to john now six days before the passover jesus came to bethany <laughs> where he came to bethany six days before it does not tell us that it does not say specifically that his body is anointed six days before he says six days before he came he comes to bethany where lazarus lived whom jesus had raised from the dead full stop he says here yeah, a dinner was given in jesus's honor martha served while lazarus was among those reclining at the table with him you will expect that that was six days before right yes that was six days before and most likely that took place in the house of lazarus verse 3 then says then mary took aha so this is where the variation comes in or a lack of clarity 
when it says then it makes it look like as if it's happening in the house of in the very house their house because of course it's the house of lazarus mary and martha so when it says then mary took a pint no that event we have clarified from matthew and mark takes place at the home of simon the leper okay so and the event of jesus visiting them sitting together with them or a dinner was held in his honor was six days before but bethany is the home of both lazarus and simon the leper so when he says then mary took about a pint we are talking about the house of simon the leper i'm sure we are clear now right he <laughs> says she took a pint of pure nard and expensive perfume she poured it on jesus's feet and wiped his feet with her hair and the house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume but one of his disciples judas iscarius was who, who was later to betray him objected why wasn't this perfume sold and the money given to the poor it was worth a year's wages he did not say this because he cared about the poor but because he was a thief as keeper of the money bag he used to help himself to what was put into it seven says jesus responded now leave her alone jesus replied it was intended that she should save this perfume for the day of my burial you will always have the poor among you but you will not always have me so what is clear the difference between how john puts it and matthew compared to matthew and mark is that they mentioned the fact that he said wherever the gospel is told what mary had just done okay was going to will be remembered one also john mentions that it is mary matthew and mark does not tell us that it is mary okay clear and then we just answer those who claim that john is a contradiction of okay or it's not lining up with the other synoptic gospel that you are conflating two events here two events take place here one event six days before holds in the house of lazarus mary and martha and then i'm sure most likely at that event jesus would have told them that he was going to die and that was why when mary gets here two days before mary is crying at the house of simon the leper and then she anoints jesus in preparation for his burial okay so you see how it works yes that's how we we do an harmonized study all right so let's go back i hope that is clear with everyone now let's go back to matthew chapter 26 and let's read about judas okay deciding he was going to betray jesus and we have that in matthew chapter 14 from verse verse matthew chapter sorry matthew chapter 26 from verse 14 to 16 it says then one of the twelve the one called judas iscariot went to the chief priest he went to the chief priest however obviously we know that the chief priests were already looking for a way severally they had looked for 
In fact, right from verse, verse 1, Matthew chapter 26, he already told us that Jesus told them that the chief priests were already looking for a way. Eh? Yes, from verse 3, it says, Then the chief priests and the elders of the people assembled in the palace at the high priest whose name was Caiaphas, and they schemed okay, to arrest Jesus secretly and kill him. So Judas would have known that these guys are looking for a way to kill Jesus. And so, of course, his greed most likely led him to take this step. Then one of the twelve, let's read it again, Matthew chapter 26, verse 14 to 16, one of the twelve, the one called Judas Iscariot, went to the chief priest and asked, What are you willing to give me if I deliver him over to you? So they counted out for him 30 pieces of silver. This one is what we call a bribe because the money is paid even before <laughs> even before Judas does anything. And you see, Judas, eh, you could have collected this money and just run away. <laughs> but Judas collected that money and of course he had made up his own mind. He has made up his mind. We know later that it was Satan that entered him. Okay? Yes, we will read that. John is the one that will clarify, majorly clarify that for us. Since from then on, Judas watched for an opportunity to hand him over. Judas watched for an opportunity to hand him over. All right, let's read the same account. Let's go to Mark chapter 14. Mark chapter 14. We will see this event in Mark chapter 14, verse 10, just one verse, and then verse, let's say verse 2 verses, verse 10 and 11. It says, um, remember Jesus in verse 9, Jesus said, Truly I tell you, wherever the gospel is preached throughout the world, what she has done will also be used in memory of her. Yes, John did not tell us this, but yes, Mark. Jesus told them that what she had done will be mentioned, okay? Will be mentioned in memory of her. In 10, it then says, Then Judas Iscariot, one of the twelve, went to the chief priests to betray Jesus to them. They were delighted to hear this and promised to give him money. So he watched for an opportunity to hand him over. Did you see a contradiction? Yes. So, now, is it that they had given him the money? They promised him, okay? So, what we will have to settle for, okay, is that they had promised him the money. They, have, they had promised him the money rather than they had already given him because it looked, if you read Matthew back, you can go back again, verse 15, Verse 15 said, and says, What are you with Judas asked? What are you willing to give me if I deliver him over to you? So they counted out for him 30 pieces of silver. And somebody will say, Look, they counted out means that they gave him. Right? Yes. They counted out would mean that they gave him. But when we read Mark, it is clear that it was a promise. We are going to give you. Because like I just joked, <laughs> Judas, if they gave you the money, you could have taken their money and just run away uh -huh, and not carry out anything. So it is most likely 
what happened is what Mark is writing. They, they promised him. 11 says they were delighted to hear this and promised to give him money. So he watched for an opportunity to hand him over. And as of course, as soon as he handed him over, they counted his money for him. Okay, so that is Mark. Now let's read the same thing. Let's read the same thing uh, in Luke now. Go to Luke chapter 22. Yes, we have that in Luke chapter 22. Luke chapter 22, we see, let's just read it from verse 3 from verse 3 to 6 before we start looking at the preparation for for the last of the last supper it says um we already read verse 1 and 2 right yes where the chief priests and the teachers of the law were looking for some way to get rid of jesus for they were afraid of the people from verse 3 says then satan entered so like i said yes luke clarifies to us that it was satan that entered into the heart of judas called Iscariot, one of the twelve, and Judas went to the chief priest. He knew that they were looking for a way. So, the way Luke puts it, Satan entered him, and he, he went to the chief priest and the officers of the temple guard and discussed with them how he might betray Jesus. They were delighted and agreed. You see that? And agreed to give him money. They consented and watched for an opportunity to hand Jesus over to them when no crowd was present. So, what we will have to settle for is that there was an agreement, okay? Um, but the agreement literally just looked like as if the money was, was, it was certain to be given to him. If he delivered, they would give him the money. Okay, so now let's go back to Matthew now and let's read about the preparation, the preparation for the feast. Let's read about the preparation for the feast. Matthew chapter 20, back to Matthew chapter 26. We'll read about the preparation from the, of the, for the feast from verse 17. Yes, the last supper. Since on the, on the first day of the festival of unleavened bread, so now the Passover begins. Okay? Remember I said the Passover festival is for seven days. Okay? So on the first day, the first day, so the Passover has begun. Jesus told them previously when they were in the house of Simon the leper in two days time, okay, he was going to be betrayed. Now on the first day of the festival of unleavened bread, I said the festival of, of, of unleavened bread is attached to or goes along with the Passover. It says the, disciple, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, where do you want us to make preparation for you to eat the Passover? The Passover is not one event. It is a seven days event. Okay? So always remember that. Because then be we just clarified one error right now, right? Yes. You will see another error that people make. Because if you interpret the Passover as just that meal that they were eating that day, and not the entire day, okay, the entire period of the festival, you will see a, an error you can insert into your Bible that would make 
it it will not make it clear how many days jesus spent in the grave yes that will not be clear if you don't understand the passover so he said um where do you want us to make preparation for the for you preparations for you to eat the passover he replied go into the city to a certain man and tell him go into the city go into the city to a certain man and tell him the teacher says my appointed time is near i am going to celebrate the passover with my disciples at your house jesus tells them clearly i am going to celebrate the passover with my disciples at your house so the disciples did that jesus had directed them and prepared prepared the passover 26 when evening came jesus was reclining at the table with the 12 so it meant they went go and jesus is saying to them go into the city you will meet this man and ask him that uh where is the passover meal prepared and you have to realize that look this man i if there's one person i want to talk to when we get to heaven is going to be this man because whatever whether however you look at it she he sorry prepared a passover meal most likely for like 30, between 13 14 15 people because it was the 12 with jesus that's at least 13 i'm sure you might have one or two more people but at least 13 people he just prepared on his own without anybody who told him to prepare the feast because it was still the same night that same night okay so it meant the man would have prepared the feast even before they came okay so was he preparing the feast of course jesus was in bethany everybody knew six days before he was in lazarus house two days before he was in the house of simon the leper okay so this man also had prepared this feast so when jesus tells them to go to this man go and look for this man and tell him where is the room where we will spend the passover the man shows them straight it was ready now let's read how mark puts it mark chapter 14 let's read from verse 12 to 16 and then we we'll read verse 17 since on the first day of the festival of unleavened bread when it was customary so you see on the first day of the festival of unleavened bread it was customary to sacrifice the passover lamb you see that now so the festival of unleavened bread goes along with the passover so on the first day of the festival of unleavened bread that is when they will usually sacrifice the passover lamb so it says when it was a customary for to sacrifice the passover lamb jesus jesus's disciples asked him where do you want us to go and make preparation for you to eat the passover so he sent two of his disciples mark tells us clearly he sends two of his disciples you see that eventually it will become clear that the names of those he sent he sent two of his disciples telling them go into the city and the man carrying a jar of water will meet you follow him say to the owner of the house he enters the teacher asks where is my guest where is my guest room <laughs> i love this where i may eat the passover with my disciples 
he will show you a large room upstairs furnished and ready make preparation for us there okay so he says the disciples left went into the city and found things just as jesus had told them so they prepared the passover since when evening came jesus arrived with the 12 uh, jesus arrived when evening came jesus arrived with the 12 all right so because i don't want us to start reading about his betrayal yet okay or the betrayal at the table when they now asked when jesus told them one of them was going to betray him so now let's read luke's account and this is where we stop today i know that somebody wants us to get to <laughs> get to what does you know all four of them talk about the betrayal at that table okay so if there were things that you are not so clear if i from this point on from everything that happened in the upper room okay all four of them all four gospel talk authors talk about everything that happened in the upper room of course picking out pointing or focusing on various details but all four of them share on this all four of them talked about is going on the cross all four of them talk about his resurrection from here okay everything comes together now let's read luke's account luke chapter 22 luke chapter 22 let's read from verse 7 we read from verse 7 to 13. It says, Then came the day of unleavened bread, on which, so we know that when it says, Then came the day of unleavened bread, we know on which the Passover lamb had to be sacrificed. We know that it is the first day, the first day of the festival of unleavened bread, that the Passover lamb is, is sacrificed. It says Jesus sent Peter and John. You see now? <laughs> so Luke, Mark said he sent two of his disciples. But now Luke makes it clear that the disciples that we are talking about is Peter and John. Hmm? Peter and John. Jesus sent Peter and John saying, go and make preparation for us to eat the Passover. Where do you want us to prepare for it? They asked okay so now to be fair we need to clarify is it that the man had prepared the man the meat had prepared the passover that is one way or he had prepared the room and i think that is the likely more correct one prepared the room but adding the meal putting everything that needs that they will eat on that day was likely done by peter and john right okay that is I think that will make it make it makes more sense with that. Since where do you want us to prepare for it? They asked. Then he replied, As you enter the city, a man carrying a jar of water will meet you. Follow him. The same thing with same thing with Mark, right? Only the fact that Luke clarifies that it is Peter and John. Follow him to the house that he enters and say to the owner of the house, the teacher asks, Where is the guest room? where i may eat the passover with my disciples he says he will show you a large room upstairs all furnished in other words this man had prepared this room he will show you a room all furnished 
make preparations there. Okay, so the man had prepared the room or furnished the room most likely with a big table that would take 13 people on one table. Okay, and they just had to then buy the food that they needed to eat and all that. He says, make preparation there. He says, they left and found things just as Jesus had told them. So they prepared the Passover. All right, so I want us to stop here. I don't want us to start diving into the things that Jesus talks about because Jesus will talk about things on the table for them to be beware of jealousy. Jesus will even rebuke them at that table and then at that table we'll read about Jesus washing their feet. Okay, each of them just focuses on on key things, different things, but all four Gospels speak about what happened on that table. They had the Passover together. Hallelujah! Alright, so what lessons can we take away from here today? First of all, we were able to clarify um, what John John chapter 12 began with, what John was talking about. Jesus definitely went to the house of Lazarus. Most likely would have told them he was going to die. And Mary being the one close, very close to him, remember she usually will recline at the feet of Jesus came to the house of Simon the leper, who was two days before before they will, the Passover would begin, and she anoints, anoints him with this oil, crying, obviously, weeping at his feet. That's the other thing we, we, we get. The next one we get is that Judas eventually betrays Jesus. He went to the Pharisees and betrays Jesus. And the lesson here, you will see that it was something that he was always doing. Lord, help us to correct mistakes in our lives. That's our prayer this morning, so that we will not betray our faith. We give you all the praise. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right, thank you so much for listening today. God bless you. Enjoy your day.